Welcome to the Battle and the Bride. Welcome to the Battle and the Bride, where Christ is King and the Church his Bride. This is episode four of the Unemployment Chronicles. This one is entitled Peace. That's it. Just peace. So the Unemployment Chronicles, that's a series that I started uh, like a month and a half ago when I got laid off. Uh, But the purpose of this series is to encourage anyone who is going through hard times by pointing them to their eternal hope in Jesus Christ and the truth found in the Bible. So some quick updates, no job yet, still searching, uh, but there have been some amazing gifts and blessings given to us during this time monetary gifts, uh, certain bills getting paid by others, friends and family blessing us with farm fresh eggs or vegetables from their gardens, stuff like that. I mean, we were just surprised yesterday by these family friends who just out of the blue um, paid for three months for a gymnastics class for our oldest daughter. And uh, that just blew us away because because a year ago we had her in classes in the city and the way that the city books classes, it's stupid. And, uh, and so we couldn't keep enrolling her month to month because the classes got booked up before it was our turn to enroll. It was anyway, but eventually it just became a money problem. Um, and so, uh, these, these good friends of ours, I mean, they just, they blessed us out of the blue with this even better program. Uh, and, and we got to go visit it yesterday. She's so excited. And, and uh, it's blessings like that, that amongst the people of God, it reassures us in our time of trouble that God's loving kindness and his care for the smallest details in our lives, it's present. He loves us. Uh, we, are, we are definitely more than many sparrows, worth more than many sparrows. Um, but other than that, I've been filling the pulpit for our local church this month. Uh, so please be praying for me as I continue in, in that endeavor while trying to balance job searching and schoolwork and family life. Uh, Pray for us as a family that we wouldn't be mastered by our circumstances or overcome by fears or stress or anything, that we would be disciplined and that we would subdue our dominion fervently. Um, So what is our topic for today? Like I said before, it is peace, peace in the middle of crisis, peace that passeth understanding. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version today, and I will be reading from Philippians 4, 6 through 7. I'm sure you've heard this verse before. It is, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So what I hope to convey in this, this idea that our hearts and minds can be led astray by the cares and worries of the world. The peace of God is given to those who come before his throne boldly through Jesus Christ. And the peace of God will safeguard you from the anxieties that constantly assail us. So our hearts and minds can be led astray by the cares and worries of this world. But the peace of God is given to those who come before the throne of God boldly through Jesus Christ. And that peace will safeguard you from the anxieties that constantly assail you. So, the shaking up of our status quo will all, 
invariably produce anxieties. Uh, look at our culture right now after the whole COVID debacle. Whatever your feelings on that, and trust me, I have some very strong opinions and feelings, and they're not opinions, it's the truth, but we're not getting into that. But like mid-2021, uh, news reports were coming out about how over 50% of people were experiencing uh, stress and anxiety from COVID in the workplace. Uh, I mean, go figure, you tyrannical lockdown goons. There were reports of 34% of people who were diagnosed with COVID experiencing symptoms of anxiety, depression, or even suicidal tendencies within six months of the diagnosis. Uh, I got this story from CNBC, so, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, no, but that's COVID. That's just COVID. Uh, but what about uh, every other circumstance that you could possibly face? I mean, it's, it's not just um, medical issues, uh, but what about when you lose your job and you can't find work? Um, say perhaps the state unemployment benefit system is terribly inefficient and makes it so hard to collect your unemployment benefits, <coughs> Virginia. <coughs> uh, there's no shortage of anxiety-inducing scenarios in our day and age. I mean, it could be relationships issues. It could it could be it could be financial issues, not even related to losing a job. Uh, it, many, many more things, uh, and they're all things I'm sure that have come to mind as I'm talking about this. Like, what is it that's producing anxiety in your life? Now, what was Paul's advice to a faithful church facing persecution for their bold and commendable faith? Because that's, that's what the Philippian church was dealing with. Those were the anxieties that were being produced in them. Persecution. His advice, his, not even, it's not advice. He was telling them, pray to God with thanksgiving. Tell God what you need. Why? Because in doing so, the peace of God would guard your hearts and your minds. In what way? Through Christ Jesus. How is that possible? Well, first, you must have faith that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. You must confess him as Lord, that he died for your sins and that God raised him from the dead. You must repent of your sins and follow after him. You must be born again by the Spirit of God. Because of his blood shed on the cross, we have peace with God. That's the only way you're going to have peace with God in the first place, because otherwise you're enemies of God. You are objects of his wrath. But because of Jesus Christ's shed blood on the cross, we have peace with God because Jesus bore upon himself the eternal weight of God's wrath for our sins. So now when we believe in Jesus Christ by faith, we have been justified and redeemed because by, by believing in Christ by faith, we die with Christ. And then we are raised to new life with Christ. That's, that's the whole symbolism within baptism, being buried with Christ and then being raised again to new life with him so that we are justified. We are redeemed. We are adopted into the family of God and have bold access now to the throne of God. How? 
only through Jesus Christ. So here, we enter now by grace, because by grace you are saved through faith, not by works, lest any man should boast. So now we enter the throne room of God by grace, and now we can present all sorts of requests to God, because we are children of God. We have access to God. There is no longer a barrier there, but we are made holy because of Christ's holiness, made righteous because of of Christ's righteousness, and we can access the throne room of God boldly. So, even in our anxiety-inducing circumstances, we have access to the creator of the entire universe who made us in his own image, who sent his own son to redeem us because of his great love for us. So these are the things that we must be thankful for when we pray. The manifold blessings of God on our lives. Those are the things we are to call to mind when the weight of our anxieties surrounds and crushes us. What effect does this have when we are thankful? When we come before God and we say, thank you, Lord God, for your love for me, for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for me. Thank you, God, for the peace that I have with you now. So what is the effect of doing that? Even in the midst of of trials and temptations and crushing anxieties, the effect is that God pours out his peace upon us. This peace is a safeguard against our fleshly minds and our wandering hearts because it is anchored in the truth of God's character, the truth of who God is. And we know who God is because he has given us his word, the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, in order for us to know him. And this peace, it surpasses all understanding. It makes no sense. I've told many people in this season that I have peace in my unemployment, even though I don't have a job, I'm searching, but I'm trusting God to provide and to take care of us. It makes no sense to non-Christians. I mean, there are times where it doesn't make sense to me and I have to keep myself from being like, yeah, I've got peace. Why do I have peace? Maybe I shouldn't have peace. No, that's a lie from the devil to get you all wrapped up and, and uh, you know, wrapped around the axle so that you start to worry and you start to fret. And go back to episode three, guarding against lies. I talk all about that. But this makes no sense to non-Christians, but it's real. It is real. This peace is real. But to non-Christians, it may sound nice, but it makes no sense to them. So then the question is, what anxieties do you wrestle with on a daily basis? What are they? Do you bring those issues before God? And do you do so with thankfulness? If not, have you tried just spending time reminding yourself of the work of God throughout history? Or the work of God in your life? 
Bring those things to him in thankfulness. As you do so, ask God for his peace. Maybe you have no idea what is causing your anxiety. The peace of God can still affect your life in that area. And the Spirit of God can lead you to the truth about that. What is causing that? What is the root cause of that anxiety? And he can give you freedom. There was, there was a time uh, a few years back where I was working on a project with some friends, and it was a, an intense project that had a really tight timeline. And we were just anxious. We didn't think we were going to get it done. We thought this was it. We're, we're going to fail. By the grace of God, we got this project done. I mean, we had to write like 17 songs in, in two weeks, uh, write them, record them, set them to video. Then we had to, to edit in the video. It was a whole thing. Anyway, um, a lot riding on this, and I was so anxious. Like, I couldn't sleep at night because it's like I wanted to work on things, but there was nothing to work on. There was a lot of waiting and a lot of unknowns. Um, and so finally, we got this project turned in, danced around, yay, celebration. And then the next day, like this wave of, of anxiety hit me and it wouldn't go away. I had no idea where it came from. And, and so I had to go to my father, uh, who is a pastor, and he began to walk me through uh, I mean, there were just a, a lot of lies that I had learned about God. And so that's why, why I am telling you to go and, and pray and pray the truth about the gospel when you are praying and thank God for these truths. Because if you are not in the word of God and you are being taught lies, there are people who are Christians out there who are going to teach you lies and they will say they are doing it in the name of Christ. And they are going to say that this is freedom and this is liberty, but a lot of things can be bondage. I mean, if they are lies, they're going to produce bondage in your life. And if you don't live in the truth of God, if you are not living in the scriptures, and if you're not sitting under the teaching of a faithful man of God who is going to preach faithfully the word of God and not just tickle your ears with a whole bunch of like, you know, anecdotes and, and funny stories and, and whatnot, and, you know, moral platitudes and things like that. If you're not being fed consistently the truth of who God is, then you're going to you're going to be in bondage. Or if you're trusting more about what the world says about your circumstances than what what the truth of God says about how these circumstances are going to play out in your life and how he he cares for you and loves you, you're going to be in bondage. And it's going to cause anxiety. I mean, it could lead you to depression, it could lead to other outworkings of uh, of frustrations uh, in healthy attachments to, say, alcohol or cigarettes or whatever it could be. Um, but, I mean, this one is about, this episode is about peace, and uh, I'm talking specifically about anxiety here. Um, so the question then comes to, do you need to repent of lies you believed? Or do you need to repent ultimately and trust in Jesus? Are you running from God? You can come before God and ask for the peace and salvation offered in the blood of Jesus Christ. 
and you can praise God for that salvation and then present your request to God. There's no waiting period. It's not like when you get hired on and you have to wait X amount of days before the benefits kick in. This is immediate transformation, immediate regeneration by the Holy Spirit. When you are a a child of God, you can present your requests to God with confidence because of Jesus Christ. We have confidence in Christ. 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And, And listen to this, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. God loves you and he cares for you. He cares about your circumstances, the small things and the large things. Remind yourself of that. You are worth more than many sparrows, Jesus says. Thank him for that. Thank him for his love. Thank him for his faithfulness. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for his peace. Uh, when I think about uh, times of anxiety and trouble, uh, the the idea that came to mind was in the movie Return of the King uh, in the Lord of the Rings series. And I know this scene isn't in the book, so d- deal with it. Um, but during the Siege of Gondor, Gandalf and Pippin, they're, they're sitting there at this gate that's being uh, um, buffeted by orcs on the other side. They're trying to break through, and it's like the last gate before um, the orcs make it up to uh, to another level of Gondor. And uh, Pippin is sitting there worried, and he says, uh, I didn't think it would end like this. Gandalf replies, end? No, the journey doesn't end here. Death is just another path, one that we all must take. The gray rain curtain of this world rolls back, and all turns to silver glass, and then you see it. And Pippin says, what? What, Gandalf? See what? Gandalf says, white shores, and beyond, a far green country, under a swift sunrise. Pippin replies, well, that isn't so bad. And Gandalf says, no, no, it isn't. So in that moment, Pippin was fearing for his life. He was afraid of the unknown. And Gandalf was reassuring him of the paradise that lies beyond. For Christians, it's the same thing. Our circumstances down here may be terminal. They may lead to death. But we have hope and we can trust in God that because of Jesus Christ, when we are absent from the body, we will be present with the Lord. Because of Jesus Christ's blood and righteousness, I am made righteous. Now, if you are not a Christian, you have no such hope. And that is cause for anxiety and worry. And that's why I tell you, you must repent. You must trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that he died for our sins and that God raised him from the dead. And that because of him, you have hope for salvation, for resurrection, for life eternal. Now, what's another way that this played out in my life? So a couple of days ago when I finally settled on what I was going to talk about in this episode, I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about peace, peace, because I have peace. Well, that night right before bed, uh, my wife confided in me some of the things that she was worried about, some of the stresses. And rather than 
than trusting in in God in that moment, I began to have this neurotic meltdown. I didn't let the peace of God guard my heart. I couldn't go to sleep because I felt the weight of this. It was unjust. And my wife didn't do anything wrong. She was just casually confided in me and fell asleep. And then I, I let my mind wander, my heart wander, began to, to think about all of the reasons why she would feel this way and felt so responsible for it. And what am I doing? I'm not doing enough. I'm not creating security. And I, I, I couldn't sleep. I was so anxious. I got up. I started to, to work on this or that and try and get some stuff done so I, my mind could be at ease so that I could go to sleep in peace. And I tried that. I worked for like two hours. I mean, at this point, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I get back in bed. I still cannot go to sleep. It's, you know that like that sleep where you close your eyes and you start to drift off and then suddenly like you jerk awake and like, it's like your mind is like, you can't sleep. You shouldn't be sleeping. There's too much to do. So I, I, that's what happened. I, I finally got up, and I'm going to link this to uh, in the show notes. But there's a podcast episode that I listened to a couple days ago by Eric Kahn, and it's called uh, "Doing the Ashes Work." And he talks about how in Lamentations, there's a verse about uh, let the young man uh, sit in the dirt and eat the dust. And uh, the whole point of that is that uh, in times of trouble, a man just needs to get alone. And eat the ashes, eat the dust, uh, go before God, lament, and take your cares before the Lord. And so that's what I did because everything in me was like, I just, I just want to wake my wife up and and just talk through this, and and I want to call this mentor, and and it's the middle of the night, but I'm sure they'd understand. And um, that that wasn't the healthy response. But this this podcast kept coming to mind. Go eat the ashes. So I went out and got on my knees, and I just prayed. And I can't even remember what I prayed about or how I prayed. I just prayed about these circumstances. I was very open, very honest with God. And um, and then as I prayed, I began to get more and more peace, more and more peace to the point where I was starting to fall asleep praying. And, and I had peace to be able to say, amen, go get in bed and fall asleep. I want to encourage anyone who is dealing with a time of uncertainty and a time of anxiety to go before God, to offer praises and thanksgiving to God, to get alone and work through those things in prayer, through thankfulness. And don't be ashamed to be honest. You're not coming before God trying to put on a show. You're being honest, Lord. I don't know what's going on. Why do I feel this way? Why can't I sleep? Why is my mind going crazy? Lord, I want your peace. Please, Lord, let your peace guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. You can do that. And I I can attest that God will give you peace. Now, if there are times of extreme bondage where you just cannot get peace, then you need to find a pastor, a faithful pastor, who will counsel you through this time. But do it. Don't just let it sit there. Don't be mastered by it. Fight it. Fight it in prayer. And fight it with fellow 
Christians. So um, I'm going to recommend once again Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones. He has a sermon in his Spiritual Depression series called Trials, and uh, it was deeply ministering to me uh, yesterday. I mean, I've listened through it many times through this season, uh, and it continues to minister to me. So I'm going to link that episode, um, that sermon in the show notes. Also, the uh, the hymn that has been going through my mind is, it is well. When peace like a, a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, the Lord has taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. I'm going to post a link to that song, and uh, I'm also going to post the, the link to the podcast, the Hard Man podcast by Eric Kahn, Doing the Ashes Work. So um, I highly recommend listening to that sermon, listening to that song, or listening to a song that encourages you and reminds you of the truth of God. It's one of the ways that we we do spiritual warfare, and that's through song, psalms, uh, hymns, and spiritual songs. Um, so that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If there's someone in your life that you think could benefit from these teachings, please share that with them. You can also subscribe on our website and be the first to know when we've posted a new episode. Also, if this podcast has been an encouragement to you, uh, could you please leave a review and a comment? I will definitely read them. If you have any questions, you can email us at uh, thebattleandthebride at gmail.com. You can visit our website and subscribe on there to be the first to know when we post uh, new podcasts. I'm hoping to do uh, sermons on Monday and then uh, the Unemployment Chronicles on Friday until I get employed or I get bored with it. Um, and you can go to our website, thebattleinthebride.com, and uh, you can sign up for our our emailing list, and you will be the first to know when we post it on there. We post it there first, and then we upload it to um, to the podcast uh, disseminators. Well, oh, gosh, whatever. And uh, we post it to Anchor after that, and uh, and it goes to Spotify, Apple, Google, all that. And then uh, and then like a day or two later, we'll get it up on YouTube. Uh, for those who uh, can't do a podcast or anything like that. So, but if you want to be first, go to our website, thebattleandthebride.com, sign up for the newsletter. Um, but until then, we hope that you uh, have a great week. God bless, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Battle and the Bride. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. For more information, visit thebattleandthebride.com. If you have any questions, you can email us at thebattleandthebride at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and God bless.